Good afternoon, good evening everybody and welcome to the latest edition and very long-awaited edition of the Estate Agents podcast. Luke has found his happy place. He is sat in a lovely park. So um, if you hear all the shouting and screaming, it's actually not his kids. He's managed to leave them at home with Stacey and it's other, it's other people's kids. So um, or, do- or dogs. I've just seen some two sausage dogs run off towards the road away from, <laughs> away from their uh, away from their owner. So it's always entertaining. I love people watching. Good. So um, we had a lovely time last week at your office. Um, yes. Very, very impressed. So thank you for hosting the Mastermind. Um, I think the facilities are great. Um, and I know that you've now decided to open a new training centre um, in Leicester. So if you're a business in Leicester and um, you are looking for training facilities, I highly recommend Knightsbridge Estate Agents Training Facilities. Um, the hospitality is exceptional. Um, everything you need, technology is there. So um, obviously a geek like me, it's absolutely perfect. Um, uh, telling Luke what to do, not yeah. Uh, well, we did, uh, we did, we did have a flip chart for you. I know, I just I just about managed to work that one out and tear the paper off. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so thank you for hosting that. That was a really good day, and actually, it was really interesting the subjects that were, um, people had issues with. Mm. Um, and I know it's reassuring for people to be part of a mastermind group to discuss their challenges and issues and what's going on and sharing it and having people that are there to help, not to judge. Um, and it was really, really positive. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. And then um, I think you had a few days away somewhere the other side of the yes. world um, and you met a few people. So today is all about your um your journey to Oz. So yeah, no, I just wanted to um, just touch because I think you mentioned about issues that people that people had, and just going around the room. Obviously, not going to talk about what those issues are, but they seem to resonate with quite a few people or the majority of the room, and everyone seemed to be facing the same kind of challenges. So I suppose it's one of those things that sometimes it's good to actually meet up. Uh, or even just pick up the phone and try and have a conversation with someone because chances are they've either been through it, going through it, or or know exactly what 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 you're kind of experiencing. And they, they always talk about it, don't they? The problem shared is is a problem halved, and and things. And someone can put a different perspective on things. So um, <clears throat> it, it it was how one person just started that conversation off, and then oh yeah. I've I've got this scenario. I've got that scenario. That's happened to me, and uh, and things. It's 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 amazing, and you think you're the only one with that problem at that moment in time, but far from it. So far from it. Other, other mastermind groups are available. Of course, well. they are, but may, but maybe not as good as yours. Oh, that's too kind. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I know that you had some calls from people, maybe looking at a lettings uh, a lettings version of it um or one centered around kind of letting agents um which yeah. again i think would be good but um but if if there are any agents that want to use our facility um whether or not it's to ho- 
staff training if they're close by more than happy to have a conversation with people for it to be used because i'd rather it help benefit the industry so if, if anyone wants to use it even if suppliers want to use it as a regional get together to, to do some training then again more than happy because i do believe in-person events are far more productive um, than virtual events and um, then yeah reach out i'm more than happy to share it um and we can talk about it not a problem brilliant great so if you're watching now give us a hi give us a shout out make sure we can um you can hear us which will be great um tag your friends in share it with everybody because what luke's about to share is gold and that's not just mm. about his um, training center in leicester which is unbelievable <laughs> which is unbelievable i've never seen so many people taking pictures in the toilets so no. um <laughs> And it wasn't George Michael moments. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that uh, let, let... over some people's heads if they don't remember <laughs> that 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 uh, that bit of news. But but yeah, no, um it seems a distant memory now, but it was a week week ago Friday, so it'll be coming up to two weeks two weeks ago Arek finished. Um so time's time's flown by. Um it was a really good trip probably the best best yet um it would have been very close to the trip close to the trip spent with um some friends in 2018 um i don't that know if that was been, able to that must have been sean and um what was it steptoe, steptoe, <laughs> steptoe. And uh, yeah alex evans so um with his vhs cassette that he managed to find in a local shop so um <clears throat> yeah it was it was very good and Thank you very much to the agents that gave up their time and uh, also gave up or handed to me lots and lots of material that we can use and take inspiration back here in the UK. And every time, what was it, I went in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, obviously haven't been for 2020, 2021. So what's that, six years six years five years so i've been had five yeah. trips now and i've come back amazed on every trip um and what you can bring what you can bring back and there's probably too much to bring back and uh you've just got to focus upon one or two key things that are going to help move the needle the most but there's lots okay um, so what have you what have you actioned and implemented so far i mean i'll tell you what's funny i um posted an article yesterday that i saw from Skipton Building Society about mm. 40, 40 questions from buyers. Um, and I've already had a message from Mr. Implementer to say it's all done with the answers to his question all on his website. So if you're yeah. watching Mr. Implementer, your challenge is, again, fantastic. You've done it so quickly. I'd love to see you doing 40 videos. Okay? Yes. Getting that message out there. That is your challenge. 40 of it which can then be repurposed into a podcast as well yeah because there you go wasn't wasn't the same piece of uh research by the skipton also about how first-time buyers felt that they were unable or felt uneasy to actually approach their estate agent for guidance and help and yet um again uh, julian Adell makes this valid comment that uh today's buyers are tomorrow's sellers so the, the time that you invest now, you may not. Okay, yes, you'll get a sale, hopefully. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of people want the quick win, which is the instruction. But build your business for years and years to come because that 
is again one of the lessons from Australia is that they will talk and have conversations with buyers because they know that that buyer is either a local house seller, local landlord, or knows someone that is a local house seller or landlord, um, or can refer them on to a, can refer them on to other people. Don't just look at it for that one connection and want the silver bullet or the golden bullet or the magic ticket. Um, and it is very much so high touch as well as high tech still over there. Um, probably we're more advanced on some of the technology that we have at our fingertips. But then is it fair to say we're probably not high touch over here? And by high touch, I mean communication uh, with our clients. Yeah, so on um, Mark Worrell's podcast today, they had somebody on from Rex. Um, and they were talking yeah. about this and, you know, how how people just aren't speaking to people that bought five, six, seven, eight years ago and having those conversations. And 50 percent of those people apparently would have potentially have moved. Um, yeah. And I think it said only one in eight is being spoken to. So, again, you know, I mean, it's my favorite subject. So plenty of opportunities there. So there yeah. you go. Nice shout out to World Class Agent Podcast. You're yeah. very welcome. Go and listen to it. There's some good and tips. There. I think, and I think with that again, with your past past buyers who are going to be your future sellers, is don't go at it to to think that you're going to get a listing straight away because that's the wrong attitude to go. And it's like when you give to charity, you don't do things for charity to just put on Facebook that you've donated this one tablet or something you do it for, for the right intentions so perhaps perhaps can you look at the again one of the things that i brought back from uh australia is maybe not so much going out to do the physical anniversary inspection or uh valuation but can you do the digital health check for them and we've got all these tools out there that can do this digital health check where you can start building rapport and getting into conversations and if anyone would like uh, an example of a dialogue or script that they can use to send out by text message if they want to reach out to you Stephen then you can share that dialogue with them where um, we had 10 people that wanted their digital health check and and a lot of them were just saying well yeah if you're passing come around for a cup of tea pop in for a coffee um, so um, but we've got what have you got you've got Sprift You've got Home Search. You've got Spectre. Do a version. Data Loft. Do probably do a version. All centered around being able to do these digital health checks. Um, and what we've then found is that they've actually then been more curious to then want to get a proper in-person assessment on their home. Um, but you've given them information on these health checks about schooling, which they may not be aware of. Um, but it also just reaffirms that you, you're the person to be speaking to. So um, that was one of the things that came back from something that Tom said on stage at AREC about the digital health check, because if you're strapped for time and you can't be fitting in all these market appraisals, then maybe do the hybrid approach with the, with the health checks. Um, so at least then you are building that, that funnel for the future and you're engaging with them. But the one key thing... Um, one of the things is using your, your mobile phone and saving all your contacts. So when you go out to a market appraisal, this was um, I'm trying to remember which agent it was. Um, 
and I can't, so I'm doing them a discredit, um, who we went to go and see. But when they went out to do a market appraisal, they would save in their phone the name of the person and then they'd put potential vendor as the company name space line space and then the address of the home so when that next per when that person next called them they didn't have to second guess who it was they knew so they could answer hi mrs jones and they're going to be wow what you're that important to me i've saved you my address book um so you know who's calling also when you when you want to, I don't know, let's say, for example, you're driving down the road and you think Mrs. Jones needs to know about that listing that we just put on the market. You can just quickly search up. You haven't got to worry if your CRM has got a, uh, a mobile version of it. You haven't got to pull over um, to log in remotely and or wait, get a message back to the office. You can park up 15 minutes before your appointment. Mrs. Jones or, you know, because quite often we don't sometimes remember the names. But you remember, we remember the addresses. We're estate agents. We, we deal with properties. So she lived at Smith Street, right, Smith Street. Equally, for when you want to do just listed, just sold calls, bring up everyone that lives on Smith Street and get on the phone and, and ring them to help educate them. Um, and something that Josh Vegan talked about is that it's about, and John McGuire talked about it, is that we're here to educate people, not sell to them. We're here to educate them um, because they can get what a home is worth online now we're here to help and support them throughout the journey and build relationships and josh vegan talked about it that le leveraging the relationship is the competitive advantage that we have as 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 a business now not so much the data so that's where we need to leverage those contacts and speak to them be there for the moments that matter be there for um giving them information help and guidance and when they want to get a price update um, and just having a chat to them, letting them know what's going on in the local area, but don't go in for the kill. When are you ready to list? Because that's, as Tom says, that's commission breath. That's getting you to be, you know, the agent for life, that client for life, mm. you know, stop thinking about it as one transaction, thinking about, you know, how many transactions are there going to be throughout the life with friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors, because you've given such outstanding customer yeah. service experience um and go from yeah. there um i like that digital health check so again you know if anybody yeah. wants a dialogue you know luke yeah. again kindly offered as always um to send it to me and i will pass it on so um please yeah. get in contact let me know send me a direct message and i will organize that for you so thank you luke yeah no so uh, um, so that that was that that was one of the things that kind of implemented so bringing back the, or bringing in the digital health check um and it is finding the right provider that's going to service that for you um there's many out there again speak to maybe david mintz at kerfuffle um on that to to see what is best suited for you um so that that was that was kind of one example Okay, so Luke has lost his um, signal from the park, so hopefully he will be back soon. There you go, that was quick. <laughs> I, I swiped left on my Mac and um, it changed the changed the browser. Um, Did you? Okay, that's enough. That's enough swiping in one day, Luke. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so something else I picked up when I went to go and see David Howe. Um, so David, who gave up his time in 2016, at the time he worked for McGrath, really great agent, uh, really sincere. 
Um, I would compare David to being a proper gentleman, just like Stephen Brown is to the estate agency uh, training world. So David, uh, in 2016, we went to go and see him in Sydney. He cleared his diary and took us on a tour of Sydney, met, met some exceptional agents, um, went to McGrath HQ at, at Edgecliff when it was there. Um, so we went to one of his open homes. Um, and even though this home was uh, six, I think it was six million dollars, he still had he still had laid out on the table what their investment manager or asset manager felt that the home was um, home was worth. Uh, but it wasn't just it wasn't just a figure they plucked out of air and just said, well, this is what our, our lettings manager says. It was actually on headed paper. Uh, with a short bit of uh, short paragraph to say why and the target target audience for this property and the types of tenants and why it would command that rent, um, so that if anyone expressed an interest, then it felt and looked like it had actually been properly calculated, properly assessed, and at the end of it, I have retained the information about this home. So, should you wish to discuss it in more details, then please contact me directly. Um, so again, how they do I... that as standard yeah. across the board. Okay. So again, great tip. You know, on every property, you know, you've got potential landlords looking at them. Are you giving the um, rental values of the property? Are you giving the yields? You know, maybe are you saying actually the capital appreciation of this property in the last ten years has been whatever the percentage is as well? Um, you know. And, and go from there. So again, that's what you're yeah. talking about earlier, what John McGraw and Tom were saying about educating and helping people yeah. and, and not selling. Yeah. But again, have it in a have it in a letter format. So it hasn't got to be a full blown appraisal like you'd normally do for a, a landlord that's invited you out, but have maybe a summary, just a one page summary that is official so that it, your negotiators or someone that picks up the phone to that landlord and says, well, what's the rent? Yes, you can quote it. But what I will do when I send you the information out on an email, I'm going to attach the actual appraisal document for you, which is this letter, which introduces your, again, they called them the asset manager. Again, we've talked about that terminology. And I think uh, Spencer Lawrence um, uses that term asset manager, doesn't he, from Paramount. But again, that was, uh, that was some of the, this this uh, dialogue that I've brought back now is that that's how they talk about looking after that person's asset and maximizing that asset using that language. And when you start to use that with clients, no other agent is saying it, but also that you you're saying something different, which they're not used to hearing. So they start to listen a little bit more because they've probably tuned themselves into what every they've maybe had free agents in and they've all said, the market conditions and blah 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 if you start using different language they they don't know what's coming next so they're more inclined to want to listen so yeah. try not to be robotic about what what you're actually saying and try, try not to be too cliche-ish if that's such a word <laughs> okay so um you visited loads of agents i know you did yep. a prospect in school as well i know you um went to Eric. I'm also conscious of time because you've got a barbecue to get back to as well. So um, yeah. how, did you, how did you find Eric um, and the speakers there? Uh, yeah, Eric as normal is very, very good, exceptional. And when you look at value for money, 
uh what's it about uh, so i because of the real estate gym i got it as a bit of a discount so i think i paid about 780 dollars, which is roughly 400 pounds um for two days worth of learning and investment is is a no-brainer because you've only got to have one thing that comes from from Eric and that's that's kind of more than paid for itself so, okay you've got to invest in going out there but that can all be done on a budget um flights are still reasonably cost effective uh, to get over there um you can get them as cheap as 600 pounds return um uh up to maybe 800 pounds with emirates um so anyone that's recommend anyone that's considering going i would say go what they're going to do next year for their 25th anniversary i'd imagine is going to be out of this world um they had some great they had some great great speakers but a lot of the time it's not so much maybe the keynotes that you pick up some little golden nuggets it's the agents that are out there and just seeing their passion uh, and what they're doing but something that struck me is that those serious agents have a massive focus on their routine and they're so strict with that routine that they don't let things chink in to to disrupt that so when we went to harris real estate tom hector phil harris they have a religious daily routine because that's what makes them that's what makes them successful yeah and um, Michael Nettleton posted in a couple of groups, I think on LinkedIn and also on one of the Facebook groups, an ideal day routine. Yeah. So um, yeah. if you um, follow Michael Nettleton on LinkedIn, look up the post. There's some great stuff on there and there's some great questions. And it's free yeah. and it's not us giving it away. There you go. So um, yeah. Michael was kind enough to do it from Agents Response and not Dayton. So um, go yeah. and have a look at Michael LinkedIn's page. Go and have a look. I think it's the estate agency group in Facebook as well. There's honestly, it's brilliant what he's written there. So um, yeah, I'm really again, and that's educating agents. And he's an agent himself, and giving something to agents It's absolutely fantastic. So well done, Mr. Nettleton. Thank you for sharing. No, abs- no, abs- absolutely, absolutely brilliant. And if anyone printed that off and uh, and got to understand. Uh, and it's quite simple so it's not going to take you long to get your head round and gave that to each of and persisted with it because change is hard so you're not going to expect massive change from day one but again it takes they say 30 to 60 days to create the habit so you've got to stick at it then you will see your your business skyrocket if you use that kind of habit form and template so um but so, something um, something that Josh talked about, and, and I wonder how many agents do this up and down the country as part of your morning meeting, is are your team aware of the sales, the listings, the lets, the new properties coming to the market that are coming on the market? So are, is Joe the negotiator um, that's not long joined, maybe been with, been with you for six months, are they aware of what's come on the market in the patch that they're operating on? Um, and I would hazard a guess, probably not. Okay, um, well, I did a training session this morning, and one of the things I asked is, um, can you write down for me the last five properties that your competitors have bought to the market? Yeah. Okay. Um, easy or hard exercise? I would imagine most people found it very hard. Yeah. 
and you're and you're right so it comes back you know our properties sold in isolation or in competition yeah so you know competition. so you need to know what your competition is selling and also you yeah. know when you're going in and you're giving your um marketing price your strategic price how you're going to do it you know you need to know what you're up against um yeah and also when you're talking about price adjustments you know again one of the things i'll be talking when you have your um seller's guidance meetings is to let people know we're well, actually in the past week you know are you aware that four or five other properties have come in have come onto the market um and this is how you're competing against them and actually yeah. four of them have come on for twenty thousand pounds lower than yours so yeah. uh, and it's educating so then it's the then yeah so then it's that whole to, tom panos phrase is that are you on the market or are you in the market because at the minute yeah. you're on the market you're being used as a reference point to get these other homes sold so we need to we need to take drastic action now in order to so save you from actually accepting an even lower 100 percent price yeah, hundred percent. So, um, um, but I would imagine most people found that difficult to do. Yes, yeah, um, and it's it's interesting exercise. But again, you know, I think also when you're getting um, offers from your buyers, you know, again, and they're saying, "Well, I'm only going to offer this." Um, one of the things that I would be saying is, "Well, okay, I understand you want to offer this, but did you know the one what price the one get across the road went for?" What price the one um, two streets away went for? Um, no, I didn't. And then you're educating them because ultimately you are that property specialist. You are that local mm. property expert. You are the Google of your area and you need to know everything that's going on in your area. So it's important. So yeah. sometimes, you know, you talked about a morning meeting, maybe throw in, right, you know, what's happened in the last week. Tell us five properties that have come onto the market. Um also, another one that I like throwing in is tell me who your five hottest buyers are today. Um, yeah. You know, and it's about it's about being proactive and knowing your people. So coming back to Eric, anything yes. else um, took your well, fancy? Well, I think we'll, we'll need, yeah, I mean, we'll have to do more of a, uh, more of a kind of a follow up because there's so much to get through in one, in one session. Um, but um, okay. give us one more then. One more before One more. you go and have a lovely barbecue. Let's uh, let's have a look at what we've got. So I'm just trying to find my Australia notes. Um, so, um, so let's so let's have a look at uh, Seth Godin uh, or Godin, uh, however you, however you pronounce it. Um, yeah. So he talked about how everyone is not your customer. And I think as estate agents, we probably forget that. We want to appeal to everyone. We want to appeal to the person that's selling a £50,000 flat and nothing nothing wrong with that. But then we also want to try and appeal to the person that's selling a £1.2 million mansion. And he talks about getting in your lane and staying in your lane. And Matthew McConaughey talks about that in his example, um, about it. sometimes you've got to De detach yourself so if you want to be known for for kind of selling those 1.2 million pound homes you can't also sell successfully 
hundred thousand pound flats realistically um you've got to detach yourself or do it under a different brand so um but he did talk about how, how everyone is not not your customer um talking about the whole there's the idea of the uh smallest viable uh, audience um sell the problem and not the product so what's the again josh vegan talks about this what's the problem the customer is trying to solve by moving and sometimes we don't we just see them that they want to move but what what is it they're actually moving to solve the problem for and sometimes that can be really simple like baby's on the way not got not got the space where's the baby going to go um they've already got a girl the boy they've got a boy on the way and obviously they don't want them sharing and they don't want the baby keeping the other one away because otherwise they're going to have sleepless nights they're going to end up having arguments end up falling out and then all of a sudden it becomes a separation i know that's a bit drastic but um (laughs) but what is (laughs) what is what is the problem what is the problem that actually trying to solve by moving um and one of the things Seth talked about is blogs. Keep keep persistent. Again, Chris Watkins, a massive advocate of this. Keep blogging. And sometimes it may not get read today, but he has it where someone reads a blog that he did and people ask questions from the audience about a blog that he wrote two, three years ago. And you can't remember what he wrote two, three years ago, but you never know when that piece of marketing touches that customer and everything you do is marketing is the other thing he wanted to talk about so how you actually answer the phone how quickly you answer the phone how you turn up to do a viewing do you wear your name badge do you have name badges are you smartly dressed um have you got blue overshoes all of those things is yes it's not a leaflet and it's not um uh, a fee deal or something like that but everything you do like that is marketing because it touches the customer in a certain way and you never know when that will have an impact and pay pay back so classic example to that is at the blue just over a week ago, i had a phone call uh, from a client from 2016 2016 they called me and said oh do you remember me i said yes i do um such and such on such and such road um uh, I want you to come out and look at our place where we moved to. Okay. And they didn't buy through us. So I didn't know that address. Uh, where did you end up buying in the end? Such and such road in, in Nevington. Great. Uh, he said, I can't believe the price you got for us back in that, that, and we still pinch ourselves now and we drive past thinking it can't, it can't be worth that now as to what. <laughs> so, so just how hard you hustle and, and negotiate for a client makes a big difference. And that is, marketing it hasn't got to be a fancy advert or a fancy right move display you can demonstrate it through things that don't cost money but through learning uh, skills upskilling training listening to podcasts that are going to help you refine and do what you do better um so that was the other thing from from seth godin is bringing that back um is to what you're doing just try and be world class at every little touch point you have with that customer and I think he also came up with one question, you know, what would it be like to be a 5% agent? Okay. To be really, yeah, what, really, what would you, what would you, what would you have to do differently? Yeah. So, you know, let's stop thinking about 0.75s or 0.5s or 0.75s. You know, what would you do differently to be a 5% agent to get people paying you 5%? Yeah. 
So yeah. it does happen, just doesn't happen here yet. Yeah, no. And everyone, uh, some, not I say everyone, that's the wrong conclusion, but a lot of people think Australia is this magic place where all the agents are getting 2 and 3%. They've got exactly the same fee pressures as what we've got. The difference is, is that the good ones are doing something about it to help differentiate and set themselves above above the rest. And they're either adding extra value, um, they are demonstrating why they are better, and that's through communication. And a lot of it comes down to that communication, whether or not it's a WhatsApp group, a daily phone call, um, performance-based fees. So I've not been good enough here to demonstrate why, on average, our clients are, are offering to pay 1.98% plus GST. So I will put you on our flexi fee. You decide at the point of settlement or exchange of contracts in our language. Um, all I'd ask you to do is judge us on our merits. Have we got you an exceptional price? And have we done what we said we're going to? I'm not going to argue what you decide. I'll accept that what, what you're deciding is, is what you're happy to pay. So that, that's an example of what they do. But they could easily just sit around and race to the bottom. And there's some agents that are charging three and three and a half percent as well. And they're able to do it because they can demonstrate with them, the owner would be far worse off. Great. Okay. So thank you for that. Maybe we will, well, we will do definitely another one to go into a bit more detail. couple of things I just want to add very briefly. Um, mm mortgages are due there's another potential interest rate rise coming tomorrow thursday the 16th um with your mortgage brokers are you going to people that fixed two years ago five years ago however long um and having a conversation with them because potentially they can put down an arrangement fee now which will be um up to six months for that particular product which means yeah. they're going to save money if interest rates go up. So speak to your brokers. Um, and the second thing is I've been speaking to a gentleman called um, Rob Hailstone, who's part of, a, I think he set up a bold group, which is trying to get solicitors and estate agents collaborating a lot, lot better. Um, he has sent me the link to their group where they have um, conveyances and estate agents asking questions actually to help each other. I know conveyances and estate agents actually talking to each other. So if there are any agents that uh, want to help, want to get involved with solicitors and want to work for the better good of our customers and getting sales through quicker, um, let me know and I can put you in touch with Rob or get you on this platform. Um, you can ask questions that you're stuck on with conveyances and hopefully you'll get answers um, pretty quickly to help resolve any problems. So give us a shout on that. Um, I'm going to put it in my um, Facebook groups as well um, to get agents involved because I think it will make a, a massive, massive difference. Yeah, brilliant. So, Luke, thank you so much for your time. You go and enjoy your lovely Barbie. Um pleasure as and, always and we will um do another one of these very very soon so thank you all for yes. watching for listening please like it share it get it out there tag a friend or two or five or ten um leave us yeah. a review because we need some reviews 
I think we're one away from um, one at the moment. So if you could get us some reviews, that'd be very, very kind. And um, have yep. a lovely Wednesday evening and enjoy the rest of your week. And thanks a lot, lovely. Luke. Take care, all. Thank you. Bye.